At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. Hello everyone, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World Podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. In this episode, I speak with Daria Valikuras, a Russian photographer who attended the best photo school in Russia and who has been taking amazing fashion photographs for over three years. Daria has a very impressive portfolio, an amazing background as a musician, and she has a lot of interesting stories to share and a lot of very cool advice. We talk about her professions, she's also a retoucher, how she got into fashion photography in the first place, and much more. Please enjoy. We have an amazing community at photographycourse.net where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, join photography contests, and much more. In our community, you'll also find a 52-week project that will provide you with weekly educational videos and challenges to help you improve your skills on a regular basis. This is an amazing opportunity for you to not only enhance your skills, but also grow your network and have a wholesome experience as a photographer. We're so inspired by the amazing photographs that our members post every day. When you join our community, you'll be able to make new friends and share your progress with a passionate group of people. None of this would be possible without our members' support, so we're very grateful. In order to keep things running, we're offering exclusive membership plans that will give you access to every part of our community and our premium courses. Use the discount code GREATBIGPHOTOGRAPHYWORLD to get 50% off your first year as a member. Go to photographycourse.net slash join and use the code GREATBIGPHOTOGRAPHYWORLD without any spaces to claim your discount. Hi, Daria. Welcome to Great Big Photography World Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Please introduce yourself to the listeners. Uh, hi, Taya. Hi, listeners. First of all, I just wanted to say a huge thank you for inviting me to this interview. I'm super excited to be here and chat about all the things that interest you. So let me tell you a bit about myself. I'm Daria Valiguras. I'm 28 years old and I'm a fashion photographer and retoucher. I've been doing this professionally for about three years now. 
I was born in a small town called Oktyabrsky, up in the northern part of Russia, in the Arhangelsk region. From a young age, I've always been attracted to anything artistic. Whether it was drawing, dancing, or music, I just had to express myself creatively. When I was eight years old, I began my professional piano education. But, you know, photography always had a special place in my heart, and I could spend hours just going through old family photos and getting lost in Polaroids of me and my loved ones. And we had this cheap Kodak film camera at home, and whenever my parents let me use it, I would capture pictures of everything I saw, from flowers and landscapes to my adorable pets. In the middle school, I got a Samsung digital camera, and my classmates knew how to make full advantage of that. And I was constantly organizing photo shoots for them, but it was super fun. After the computers and the internet came into our lives, I started to explore the Photoshop program, and I would spend hours editing photos. It was like unlocking a whole new world of creativity. But after I turned 16, unfortunately, I had to leave behind all my hobbies and focus on my studying professional music. And I first moved to Arhangelsk for college, and then I made my way to Moscow for university. But still, my passion for photography never really left me. And whenever I traveled with friends, I was the one capturing every moment for Instagram with my iPhone. And right before I graduated from university in 2019, it just hit me. I wanted to pursue photography professionally. So I invested in all necessary equipment. I also participated in multiple photography and retouching courses to quickly boost my skills. And of course, it was totally worth it. So over the past three years, I've been able to build an impressive portfolio, I guess. And I've had the incredible opportunity to collaborate with some big name modeling agencies across Russia, Italy, France, America such as Models Vivendis, Grace Models, Elite Models, X Models, and many others. My work has been featured in more than 50 publications and magazines like QP, Photovolk, Celine, Planel, Pump, Moevi, etc. And my work has even been exhibited in galleries in America and Mexico. So I've also had the chance to work as a retoucher with some big name photographers and brands. My retouching work would be seen on billboards, in stores, um, on the covers of iTunes albums and more. So I feel so fortunate to have all these opportunities. And I actually recently I've been diving into the world of photography contests. So maybe you know platforms like Photocrowd, GuruShots, Viewbug, and 500 Pixels. So it's just a fantastic way, I guess, to challenge myself and showcase my work and connect with fellow photographers. And now I'm actually working as a judge on Photocrowd platform, so which is pretty cool. In 2022, I moved outside of Russia and have already had the chance to explore life in countries like Italy, France, and the United States. And I'm currently staying in Miami, Florida. So as you can see, a lot has happened in just a few years. And 
I feel like this is just the beginning, you know. And there's so much more I want to explore, create and achieve uh, in the world of fashion photography and retouching. So I'm excited to see where this journey takes me next. What an exciting introduction. You've had such an amazing journey so far, and it's amazing that this is only the beginning for you. You've already found so much success and you have so many skills and hobbies. It's just very inspiring. Thank you for sharing. A side note note question. Uh, What kind of music did you study? Uh, Classical. Oh, yeah. You play piano, as you mentioned in your introduction, right? Yeah. So I'm a professional pianist and piano teacher. So it was my actually main education, professional education. I've been doing that for like 20 years almost. What an exciting life you have, as I mentioned earlier. I think it's so interesting that you have this background in music and retouching and you're now participating in photo contests. There's just a lot going on, but let's start with the technical side of things. What camera equipment do you use? When I was choosing my first professional camera in 2019, I made the decision to invest a good amount of money and purchase a Sony Alpha 7R Mark III, a mirrorless camera with 42.4 megapixel full-frame sensor. And I'm still using the same camera to this day, and I'm pretty happy with it. And my first lens was the Sigma 35 millimeters, 1.4. However, since I often shot in studios with artificial light, aperture wasn't a top priority for me. So I wanted something more flexible. And that's when I purchased the Tamron 28 75mm 2.8, which has become my main lens. And I'm quite satisfied with it. And also I have a 2019 MacBook Pro and a Vacuum Pro tablet in small size to make the editing process much easier. Yeah, I've heard from other photographers that retouching is difficult to do if you just have a mouse. If you have a tablet, it makes things much easier, as you said. You sure have to have a tablet, like special tablet for retouching. And you mentioned earlier that you are now involved in photo contests, you're actually a judge. How has that affected your photography? You know, it's it's a new experience for me, but, um, you know, in photo crowd, I already, they say what I'm a professional photographer and I'm a judge and I'm, and it's really great experience because, um, you know, I go through really a lot of pictures and for great photographers. And of course, there's a, there's a average pictures, but also, um, you know, I see some really great pictures and I have to judge really great photographers and it's really nice and exciting about that and it's also like I learn from that you know yes I think when we look at other photographers pictures no matter how experienced they are we can always learn something new and it's nice I think to be exposed to different cultures different ways of shooting you can always come up with new ideas thanks to all that exposure definitely you studied fashion photography at the best photo school in Russia, which I think is very interesting, and I'm sure that you learned a lot. During your time there, what was the most valuable thing you learned? Thank you for mentioning that. When I wanted to improve my photographer skills and learn more about fashion photography, I attended the best photographer school in Russia, and it's white photo school. For a fashion photography course, with the famous photographer Alona Nikiforova as a teacher, 
her style and taste resonated with me and she taught us a lot about working in the fashion industry. Alona has a very good knowledge of working with artificial light and we learn how to shoot with a computer using the Capture One program, how to select and edit images and how to layout uh, photos for magazines. But the most valuable lessons Alona gave us was the importance of teamwork. You need to collaborate with a large number of people, find your own team and bring ideas to life while listening to each other. That's great advice. I think having a mentor is so important, especially if you're new to an industry. You were in the music industry before and then you decided to pursue fashion photography. So I'm sure it was scary and new for you at first. So having someone experienced must have been very helpful. Yes, that was for sure. And thanks to your time at the school, you were able to secure an assistant position with your teacher. What was that experience like? Oh, it was a wonderful opportunity, not only to be a student of Alona Nikiferova, but also to work as her assistant and observe the process from the inside, seeing how Alona works. And I often took responsibility for equipment rental, assisted with lighting setups, and was always where if additional help was needed. Uh, so I had the chance to participate in shoots for Officiel, Numero, Profoto, Roseville, Mia Brands, and others. And thanks to this experience, I rapidly improved my skills in working with artificial lighting and teamwork. That's amazing that you were able to strengthen your skills very quickly with the help of all those opportunities. If someone is interested in fashion photography, would you recommend going to a fashion school or could someone still be successful without that background? It depends. Because I wanted to do it so quickly, I just had, you know, it, it's just been three years. So I just wanted to to achieve everything faster, learn everything faster. So, so I guess... Yes, it's it's a good choice to go to school if you don't know anything. For example, I already knew some basic skills. It's the best, I guess, to first learn something basic, like using YouTube or talk to other photographers. And then when you decided, when you know a bit about photography, uh, I think you should think about specific area what you should do. For example, in my case, it was fashion. So I decided to go like straight to fashion course and learn m- about more about this industry. I think the keyword is fast here because you said you wanted to learn fashion photography quickly. And so a school is ideal for that because they teach you the fundamentals, they teach you everything you need to know. And then you also have the opportunity to work as an assistant. So I'm sure that was much faster than just learning on your own. So I think yeah. those paths are good. It just depends on how quickly you want to learn something, I guess. Yes, of course. And there's like different um, ways and levels, of course, in photo school. So there's a basic course when you can learn from like, you know, from beginning how to hold the camera, basic settings and stuff. But I was, because I already knew it, I already spent time in learning what is this, what is settings and stuff. And so that's why I decided to go on like on the course where already, like you already has to know, you know, basic. So it wasn't for beginners, but uh, still like you can learn for months, you know, a lot of stuff. And this course, what I was going through, it was just for one month. And, you know, for this month, we learned like a lot. 
That's amazing. And how long were you an assistant for? Around a year, I guess. You know, it's it's not what was it wasn't like full time job, but you know, just you know, few times, few shootings per month. I probably help Alona, so it was really good. But I guess around one year, around one year was this, like I assisted her committed your time to go to a photography school and you did that for a month and because of that you were able to become an assistant for such an amazing photographer for a whole year it just shows the importance of making good decisions for yourself and also staying true to your interests because prior to this you were into music and then you decided to courageously pursue fashion photography which I guess that wasn't easy to do what was that change like for you to make that decision I mean, it was really hard, you know, to give up on my music career. But as I said before, I just, you know, it always been my hobby. I always wanted to do something artistic. I always wanted to do something. It's, you know, it's. I, I was even before I was thinking to be a makeup artist, or even before I was thinking about being designer. And and then I was like photographer. You know, it's it's the one. It's the one. What's you can do when you're a photographer you have all of this all of this area uh like you're working with makeup artists you're working with stylists with fashion right with like everything exactly yeah it's very exciting industry i think because you get to know different kinds of people you work with models you work with different kinds of lighting and clothes yeah it's a very colorful genre to be and very exciting has your background in music affected your photography in any way? It's impacted me. Of course, I'm thinking super creatively. I'm really artistic person. So I always should be interested in what I'm doing. I should be inspired. I think, you know, being artist, it's really helped me to do this now and to do this in really fast way like learn really fast because of that yeah, that's so interesting i think no matter what kind of skills you have they can help you as a photographer even if those two skills are not related in any way music is definitely creative and very inspiring and having that background i'm sure has helped you immensely you had an interview with fashzilla and in that interview you said that your images stand out because they go beyond aesthetics they're also very empowering what advice would you give to fashion photographers who want to tell a story through their images? Oh, great question. So when you want to tell a story through your fashion photography, you just start by thinking about an idea, what inspires you. And it could be anything from a location or unique clothes or models that captures your attention or maybe specific color or even piece of art or something and consider the emotions mood and overall aesthetics you want to have in your photo shoot once you have that idea in mind think about all details which can help you to tell the story and you should create a brief and put together a mood board to visualize your concept and then I guess you need to find a great team, of course, uh, people who are excited about your vision, discuss your ideas and make sure everyone is on the same page. You should select the makeup, hairstyling, model type and location, what best fits your concept. And of course, think about how many looks or outfits you need to capture the complete the story and how many shots you need. 
And of course, remember what series of photos, they can tell a larger story. Also pay attention to framing and composition, I guess, in every shot. Like you should talk to your team about it and make sure the visual match up with your storytelling goals. And don't forget about their post-production, of course, because specific color grading, detail retouching and overall editing play a huge role in bringing your story to life. Remember what every photo should be connected and um, contribute to the overall story you're trying to tell. So keep the story in mind throughout the entire process from uh, planning to editing. So preparation seems to be just as important as the shooting and editing processes in fashion photography. Mood boards and coming up with the story itself. I think it's an exciting and inspiring process for everyone involved, but especially the photographer, right? As you put things together for the mood board, you might come up with new ideas. And I think yeah. it's a very creative process, right? Yeah, it's very creative. And it could change, like, you know, when you think in, it could change, like, you can start from beginning and then at the end when you discuss with your team you can you know create something new think about even new or more detailed more deep exactly yeah collaboration is very important in many genres but i think especially in fashion photography because you work with makeup artists and stylists and so there's just a lot of people that can give you creative input so if you listen to their opinions then your photo shoots can be even better yeah for sure our online photography community is a place where you can grow your skills and learn something new every single day. If you want to join conversations like this one and connect with like-minded photographers from across the world, you're in the perfect place. We have a special discount code for our podcast listeners. We're offering 50% off your first year as an extraordinary or limitless member. Go to photographycourse.net slash join to claim your discount with the code greatbigphotographyworld. When you take photographs of models and they're wearing different clothes, you have to balance telling a story and showcasing the clothes. So how do you find that balance between expressing emotions and highlighting the fashion piece in your work? Finding the right balance between expressing emotions and highlighting a fashion piece it, in my work is super important, I guess, because it's all about creating a connection between the two. So first, figure out the story and idea uh, I want to tell with the image. And then I choose a fashion piece, what matches the emotions I want to show and adds to the overall story. So when I'm shooting, I work closely with a model to bring out real emotion, what will connect with people. And then at the same time, I make sure the fashion piece grabs attention. So then everything comes together. It creates powerful images, but make you feel something and beautifully showcase the fashion piece. That's amazing. So you have good communication with models. You make sure that they are able to express real emotions. And something else I noticed about you when I was reading interviews with you is that you have a good connection with your clients as well. You make them feel involved and you make sure that they know that you're doing the best possible job that you can for their fashion pieces. What advice would you give to beginners in fashion photography who want to build a list of clients who trust them? Building a strong connection with clients is really important in fashion photography. First of all, I guess it's communication. Communication is a key. 
we have to be responsive, attentive, and open to their ideas and feedback. And of course, keep them involved throughout the process and make them feel valued. And second, and it's also important, we should, of course, deliver quality work. So consistently produce high quality images, what not only meet, but exceed uh, your client's expectation is a way to gain the trust. And of course, building a solid portfolio that shows our skill and unique style is another important aspect, highlighting our ability to capture our client's vision and offering a fresh perspective will help set us apart and, and network and collaborate, of course. We should attend industry events, connect with other professionals, collaborative models, stylists, makeup artists, Building relationship within the industry can open doors to new opportunities, right? And of course, we should be professional and available, uh, respect deadlines, honor agreements, and maintain professional behavior. Clients appreciate photographers who are organized, punctual, and easy to work with. And lastly, it's continuously it's learning and improving is a must. So we should always stay updated with the latest trends, techniques, and equipment, I guess, in fashion photography. And we should invest in our education and seek feedback to increase our skills. I guess by following all of these tips, um, beginners can establish a reputation for professionalism, creativity, and client satisfaction. Yeah, I guess so. Great advice. PhotographyCourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses, articles, video tutorials, editing resources, and much more. We have a thriving community where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Morton. Hi, my name is Rob. I specialize in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code podcast to get 50% of your first year as a premium member. Being professional as a photographer is very important. How you communicate, how you present yourself, clients will always remember that. And that will that might determine whether they want to work with you in the future or not. So knowing how to be professional during any shoot is definitely one of the most important things. And as you said, staying up to date, making sure that you're aware of fashion trends and just being confident in your skills. Those are all very important things. And yeah. I think if someone is a beginner starts with all of these tips in mind, that can really help them because through trial and error, it can be quite difficult to find some kind of balance. But if you already have this information before you pursue a career in fashion photography, then it can make things much easier for you. Yeah, definitely. And speaking of keeping up with fashion trends, you're quite active on social media. And I read somewhere that you really care about your social media presence because 
course, it's an important part of your brand and it keeps you up to date. How much time should photographers spend on social media to stay relevant? This aspect of managing social media, it's sometimes, it's really hard for me because there are days when I'm motivated and inspired and I actively engage on Instagram, I'm posting daily. Um, however, during moments of burnout, I might neglect my page for even months, you know, I don't touch, I don't post anything. So, but I still have a few tips what I believe will be useful for all photographers. So, of course, first of all, it's allocated gated time. So we need to set aside specific time for social media activities without it taking over your photography work. It's important to find a balance in posting. And I believe we should do stories or make posts, reels at least once every few days. It's my opinion, of course. And secondly, engage with your audience, but taking time to interact with your followers, respond to their comments, and of course, connect with uh, other photographers. And if it's potential clients, text you, you have to respond within the first 10 minutes. It will be the best, I guess. And thirdly, you should monitor your performance. Keep an eye on post analytics and to see the resonates with your audience and refine your strategy. I'm not using that, but I heard um, what using relevant hashtags really could help. Uh, research and use hashtags that relate to your niche to increase your visibility. And you should remember what social media is a tool to showcase our work, of course, and connect with audience. So finding the right balance is a key to staying relevant as a photographer. Well, good. It's a wise approach because if you treat it like a business, then it might be easier to deal with burnout and to deal with distractions. I think a lot of photographers deal with burnout, people in general, obviously. So it's very important to take good care of yourself and to make sure that you use social media for the right reasons. Yes, for sure. We should split their, our personal life and uh, our work, for sure. Yeah, I think it's tempting sometimes when you're on social media to talk about maybe personal matters, which I know works for some people and that's fine. But if someone is not comfortable with that, then they should be able to split those things definitely and create boundaries without overstepping them. As a professional retoucher, how much time do you typically spend on a single photo? Uh, it depends on the project. Sometimes I only need to make small changes uh, or create a polished look, but finding the right color can take me a while, like eternity. It might even take days to discover this perfect color in Capture One. So um, as professional retoucher, it takes me less time now than before. Also, the cleanliness of the original photo also, like, it's really plays big role. So if the model looks good and there's no need to retouch the clothes, I only do minimal retouching. It usually takes me about 5 to 15 minutes for one single photo. However, for photo, what requires more extensive work, like advanced skin retouching, clothes ironing, background cleaning, or erasing unwanted elements from the image, it can take anywhere from like 30 minutes to approximately an hour for me. 
So, and I'm also a perfectionist. So I sometimes spend like literally hours on edits that may not seem even necessary. Yeah, I think as a perfectionist, it's difficult to stop yourself from pursuing perfection, but it can have its benefits because then you have really, really beautiful and polished images. And that's very important in the fashion photography industry. Yeah, that's for sure. If someone isn't familiar with retouching, how would you describe it? Because you mentioned colors and editing skin. Are those the two most important elements in retouching? Of course, firstly, I'm doing color grading and capture one. I'm thinking about lighting. I could change specific color. I'm thinking about contrast and whatever. I'm working with different tools uh, like curves. And um, after you find this color, what you want, you I usually go to Photoshop and I think about uh, what can make it perfect like if i want to make it more natural or if i make it like super super like everything so clean so usually i uh, there's a two main retouch techniques it's frequency separation and dodge and burn so i usually first work on i mixed both of these techniques so sometimes i start with dodge and burn and then after I use a lot of frequency separation to smooth the skin and then I'm going and do dodge and burn I, for skin, I, I mean. And then after I, you know, erased all imperfections, I finish the color already in Photoshop. So I make it more contrast, I make it more perfect. Maybe I also change some colors in Photoshop or like, like red skin or I make their the tone this is this is like the main i work with capture one and then i work in photoshop and usually i use frequency separation and dodge and burn techniques sounds like a great editing workflow i have something similar where i look through my favorite photos and then i color grade them and then i go into retouching and i think that's a process that many photographers workflow that many photographers have and it works. And thank you for sharing yours. I think it sounds like you have a very good workflow that works for you and that keeps you inspired, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes. I think that having a good editing workflow can be inspiring because for me, for example, and let me know if this is the same for you, when I'm taking photographs, I can already imagine how I will edit them. And so yeah. that affects my shoots in a way. So those two things are connected and I look forward to editing if I have a good shoot. Is it the same for you? Yeah, it's definitely the same. And sometimes, you know, when I'm thinking about, um, when I'm creating a mood board, I'm already, no, I already like some specific, for example, images and I already know what I want to color similar to this, for example. So when I'm creating mood board, I'm not only thinking about posing or or the mood, or the hair, or makeup, but also thinking about light. I'm choosing and showing my team the light what I want to use. So the, my team will know what will be the best for, for example, for soft light or not. Yeah, if you have a specific look in mind, then you need to change your lights. You maybe need to change how close or how far you are from the model. So there are a lot of elements that go into it. So if you're confident about the kind of look you want to create, then it will definitely make things easier for you and the team. 
I know a few fashion photographers who don't retouch their images. Other people retouch for them or they prefer to retouch themselves. Everyone is different, but in your opinion, how important is it for a fashion photographer to have retouching skills? In my opinion, I think what retouching skills are super important, especially in fashion, especially for fashion photographer. They can help they help improve the final images and make them look amazing, right? And with retouching, you can fix any flaws, colors, and give the photos a professional touch. So I guess it's all about making the fashion pieces and models look their best. Also having these skills guarantee what your portfolio looks consistent and what you can deliver high quality photos, what meet industry standards, right? So yeah, having good retouching skills is a must uh, for me, I guess for fashion photographer to create stunning images. And also I think every photographer needs to learn to understand color and to know, as I said, at least the two basic retouching techniques such as frequency separation and dodge and learn. Yeah, that's great. And I think it might have an effect on clients as well. Does it have an effect when they find out that you have retouching skills? Does it determine whether they hire you or not? Yeah, for sure. Then they know what I'm also working as a professional retoucher. I can fix anything. Yes, of course, it's, it helps. And my clients love it. My clients love when I'm retouching, retouch their pictures. Yeah, if you think about it, it makes sense because if you didn't retouch, then they would need to find a retoucher that would take more time. So it saves them a lot of time because the photographer knows how to retouch as well. It's incredibly efficient in terms of time. Yeah, and actually, I uh, I think photographer and, re- and retoucher, it's like it's completely different jobs. For me, sometimes I'm thinking what I need to have my own retoucher <laughs> because like I'm spending when I'm doing retouching for someone else, for photographer, I could spend because I'm perfectionist. I could spend hours. I could spend on like really specific, really into details. And it's really takes me there in eternity. But um, when I'm working for when I'm retouching for myself, it's quite opposite. I don't want to spend like hours you know (laughs) i mean of course for my portfolio for example i could spend hours but uh, if it's clients portfolio i sometimes i think about like you know i i will spend like more hours on retouching when i'm actually like editing when i'm actually doing a photo shoot and stuff it's for me the retouching it's the most important it's it takes most time for me so yeah sometimes i'm thinking like i need to have and our photographer too, and I want to have, I would prefer to have more photo shoots, mine photo shoots, and, you know, just give my work to someone else to to do this job. Makes sense, yeah. It would definitely save you a lot of time as well. If you find someone whose style you trust, who can maintain consistency, then, of course, it might be a good idea, because then, of course, you have more time to take photographs, and that's something that can help you find more clients and then build your portfolio even more and so on and so forth. Yes. Are there any technical things that you wish everyone knew about fashion photography? Yes, of course. Uh, in fashion photography, there are few technical aspects that are important to know. It's, of course, understanding lighting is super important, as it sets the mood and it impacts the overall look of the photos. 
also composition is a key and we should know about composition. It was how you arrange elements uh, within a frame to create visually pleasing images, right? And also, of course, we should know all camera settings and it will help control image quality. And when we are working with models, uh, good communication and directing skills are necessary to create engaging poses and capture emotions. In post-processing, using software like Photoshop, Capture One or Lightroom, they will allow us to, to make colors, retouch, imperfection and refine our images. And... Of course, having at least basic knowledge of fashion trends and styles helps capture the essence of the fashion pieces. So by mastering these technical aspects, photographers can elevate their fashion photography and produce outstanding images. And it's really important to continuously learn and always stay updated in this field. I think clients can tell if you are aware of current fashion trends or not. Whether it's clear or not, it's something I think people can sense. Because if you are aware of what's happening and if you know the latest trends, then you'll be much more confident when speaking with clients in the first place. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they feel that. For sure. Yeah, I can imagine. Because they themselves are fashion photographers, fashion experts. And so it's something that they can sense for sure. Earlier in this episode, you mentioned that you have been featured in many magazines. You worked with some very well-known modeling agencies. What advice would you give to people who want to work with an agency, work with models that are professionals? Should they approach an agency? How should they approach them? Do you have any tips for that? Yes, I think it's really good. It's really important and it will help photographers a lot when they start to work with model agencies. For example, when when I started working with model with model agencies, it was from the beginning almost because you know, as I said before, I'm in this industry just for three years. As I remember, I started to work with model agencies like from the beginning, from my first year, and it helped me a lot because I already start. Uh, I started to build my portfolio so I didn't of course like first maybe months I was shooting my friends and like other people not models because I just need to practice but it was such a short period it was like um it was like a few months like maybe half in a year but the rest I started to work with model agencies and it's really helped you with your portfolio for sure and it's like you don't need sometimes you don't need to think about uh, where you find the model you just ask you so how it works you have a booker from the specific agency with who you work and the booker you for example say i would like to have photo shoot on this day and i need a i need a model like tall model skinny blonde brown uh, any specific uh, needs and uh, if they have it, they just give you a list of models. So you will choose the, you know, the models you want for a shoot. So it's really easy actually to to work with models when you created something your own. And in return for those photos, do they give you the models for free to work with? Do you just have a test shoot or do you need to pay something as the photographer? 
So it depends. Um, I, I did a lot of collaborations with model agencies. So I just, you know, I have my own creative shootings and I just, I just have an idea and I just share this idea to them and, and they give models for free, of course. They're not paying because it's also portfolio for them. They, they use my pictures for that. And I'm not paying for models, of course. But uh, when it's like not super creative, then I know what they need model test, for example. They, of course, they should pay because if they need, if they need, for example, portfolio for the new phase, and I'm not interested in, in like do creative shoot with this model for free. Of course, they should pay. They should pay me for for creating something for do more for do more model tests. It's great that there are different options out there for different photographers. I've heard of test shoots, and it's good to know that you can also have your own creative shoots for free in return for providing those images for the modeling agency. I think that's great. And it can also open up a lot of opportunities for beginners and even intermediate photographers in fashion photography, because if you don't feel comfortable taking photos of friends or if you want something new, like a new face, then there are options if you have a modeling agency in your area. Yeah, definitely. I have one more question for you, and that is, what is the one thing you'd like to achieve in this great big photography world? Great question. I think in this big photography world, my goal is to make a lasting impact with my work. I want to create photos that touch people's hearts, tell stories and motivate others. The goal is to make a difference through my photography and leave a positive and meaningful impression on the industry and the viewers. What a great answer. It's amazing how much you've achieved in just three years. So I have no doubt that you will continue to impress yourself and other people as well with your work. And I want to thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. It was a pleasure to find out about fashion photography and how you got started in the industry. I really hope that it inspired the listeners to try fashion photography as well. And I wish you the very best with your photography journey. Thank you for having me in this podcast. I've really enjoyed our conversation and I hope listeners uh, find it really helpful. Uh, in conclusion, I just wanted to say what fashion photography is a journey of creativity, self-expression and constant growth. So just keep exploring, experimenting and never stop believing in yourself. Wonderful advice. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. It was very enjoyable to speak with Daria, and I think I learned a lot about fashion photography. I hope that you did as well, and if you are interested in this genre, then definitely look into retouching as well, or into hiring a retoucher if possible. I think it's also important to take initiative with clients, to present your best self, and to most importantly be absolutely in love with this genre. If you have any questions for Daria, or if you just want to share your thoughts on these episodes with us, we would love to hear from you. Make sure to join our online photography community. There's a link to it in the description. Thank you once again, and I'll see you next week. Our photography community wouldn't be what it is without its amazing members. We're working on many exciting projects and have lots of great perks waiting to be discovered by you. For a small monthly fee, you'll receive all kinds of perks. If you join as an extraordinary member, you'll get an ad-free experience, access to every subforum, 
access to our 52-week project, the ability to connect with all of our members, and more. As a Limitless member, you'll get all of the perks that I just mentioned and access to all of our premium courses and Lightroom presets. This is the perfect opportunity for anybody who wants to elevate their skills without paying thousands of dollars for courses. We're sure that you'll love being a part of our community if you're a fan of this podcast. In addition to meeting new people, you'll learn something new about photography every day, which will help you improve quickly. It's also much more fun to take photographs when you have a group of amazing photographers supporting you. Go to photographycourse.net to find out more and to get 50% off your first year as a member. We can't wait to see you in our community. And again, just as a reminder, go to photographycourse.net slash join to claim your discount with the code GREATBIGPHOTOGRAPHYWORLD. We can't wait to see you there. There's a simple reason why photographycourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, claim your special discount code by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.